The champ is here. We will The champ is here. I must be the player. The champ is here. I'm going to continue to stand with the people. The champ is here. I will not lose. Yes, welcome, welcome, welcome. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you are here with me. My name is Jen. I got my man. MH. He's the DB of the show. Hey, uh, we are Black of Sports, giving the voice of the culture that won't shut up and dribble, giving you the best professionals in and around the game, uh, covering it all, laughing it all, while providing a platform to be heard. All right, so without further ado, let's welcome, you know, our special guest today, all right? So they say the children are our future, right? And lead them well, right? So if this is our future, we're in good hands. Um, this is our youngest guest of the show, and she's just as amazing as all of our other guests we've had. So without further ado, we want to welcome Hooper, artist, and entrepreneur, Gabrielle Anderson, to the show. Clap it up, clap it up, clap it up. Hello, hello. Yes, yes, yes. Well, Gabby, how we start the show, like always, is a shoot your shot moment. All right, so this is where you bet on yourself, where you said, you know what, I'm going to shoot my shot. I'm going to go for it all. I'm going to bet on me. And give us a story in life. It could have been a basketball story. It could have been something early on in life. But just give us a shoot your shot moment. Shoot my shot moment. Um, probably one of the biggest shoot my shot moments um, this past year down at IMG. John Morant was actually training in the gym. Okay. And I definitely shot my shot. <laughs> I was waving. I was saying, hey. I don't know if he saw me, but John, I'm waiting for you. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> I like it. We'll, we'll, we'll have to we'll have to coordinate that, John. Come on sure. now. <laughs> so, so Gabby, tell me where your love for sports started. Where did that start? I definitely believe my love for sports started with my family. Just because, you know, my mom, she played professionally overseas and then she played for the University of Arkansas. My father played football in the NFL and also at the University of Arkansas. My aunts play. It's just definitely a family full of athletes. And so, of course, after following their footsteps. There you go. I love it. So was it first love basketball because uh, moms did it or what was kind of the first sport that you fell into? No, 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 no. I did <laughs> not want to play basketball at all. But what? then I had some friends from Scotland and they introduced me to soccer. And I was like, oh, this is fun. This is cool. <laughs> I was like, well, you should try out basketball. And then next thing you know, I fell in love with basketball too. So <laughs> there you go. So, so, so basketball. So kind of describe, uh, you know, your game to me. You know, who, who's somebody that you kind of pattern your game after? What, what's what's kind of your, your basketball game? What's your style? Personally, I am a defensive player. I I love to play defense. That is my thing. Um, getting rebounds, getting steals, being help defense, those are things I do. Um, my teammates always tell me, Gabby, you're such an energetic, energetic player, especially on the defensive side of the court. I don't know how you're always there. You're like a little energizer bunny at every spot, always there to help. When I lose my man, I'm like, I got you. I understand. <laughs> It's my best thing to do. You know, they always say defense wins games. So I definitely took that to heart. Hand down, man down. Let's go. 
<laughs> so that's awesome. So now you start off your high school career in uh, Ghana, Ohio, right? Or Ghana, is that how you say it? Ghana, yeah, Ghana, Ohio. So <clears throat> that's you weren't born there, were you? No, I was born and raised in Arkansas. Okay. There you go. The, where the alumni are from, right? The home yeah. of the Razorbacks. Okay. Yeah. okay. <laughs> so when did the, how did the move come from uh, leaving Arkansas to get to Ohio? My mom had gotten a new job at the Columbus Convention and Visitors Bureau. And so mm -hmm. we just packed up our stuff and came here and I did. I really loved it. Oh, nice. Okay. And then from there, you know, playing, what's the transition from now? Because you're at the IMG Academy playing, correct? And you're going into your senior year? Yes, I'm going into my senior year. That's amazing. So, so how does that transition go? Because like, I guess just really take our audience through that. Because I don't think everybody in our audience understands just the caliber of what IMG Academy is, number one. And then just what that process is and um, just to get accepted and, and, and to be attending there? Yes. So pretty much how the whole entire IMG Academy thing came about, because, you know, this past season we had Corona and Hannah Lincoln, the school I was at, didn't know if they were going to have a season or how that was going to work. Oh, wow. Being my junior season, I really needed to be able to get in a gym and work no matter where I was and really hone in on my skills because like it's coming up to commitment time. I really need to be the best I can be for this time. Right. And so my mom had actually found IMG. It's crazy because being in sports, you think I would have known, oh my gosh, IMG, but I didn't. It was like, man, my mom was like, we're gonna go look at this place. I want you to move schools. I was like, <laughs> yeah, mom, I don't think I'm feeling it, but I mean, like, shout out to my coach, um, Shell Daly. She was very helpful. I went down there. I fell in love with not only the program and the environment, but also my coach, which is one of the biggest things for me because I feel like a coach can make or break your game. Like, someone that fits you well can really – this year I think I've grown so much just from her being on me and getting me where I need to be and doing the things that I need to do. Well, that's what they say, right? Like coaches make a program and that's what they're wondering about Duke and North Carolina losing such, you know, historical coaches, you know, like players come in and out, especially the one and dones uh, <laughs> from a lot of these schools. It's definitely the coaches. So that's great to hear that you found someone um, that you can one relate to and that's bringing the best out of you. That's just amazing. Yeah. As an athlete, the experience of last year, we always kind of hear, you know, the, the stories from, you know, the, the, the parent side of what the challenges COVID had. Um, but from the athlete side, particularly athlete that's still in high school, what was that feeling for you going through last year? So actually back in November, I got COVID and it was coming up on like the beginning of our season. We had already had a few games before that. And I was the first one on my team to get it. And oh, then yeah. Oh, no, it was awful. I was the first one and then everyone else got it. And I felt awful. I was like, I'm the ringleader. And then being a boarding school, once we got it, we couldn't go home. So a lot of my teammates had to stay there for Thanksgiving um, by ourselves in different like living areas. And it was it was honestly so awful. I felt terrible because I probably spread it to my teammates. And then we missed a few games mm. um, back from that was just ridiculous my body was exhausted it was tiring i couldn't breathe as breathe as well 
But I mean, just coming from that, after that, I really appreciated all the games. I had a lot more because I mean, you don't always get those. Yeah, I mean, I noticed, you know, in your answer, your first kind of response was for your teammates kind of responsibility uh, and not yourself, what you were going through. So, I, I mean, I kind of love that about you already. Um, I guess being in that atmosphere where you guys kind of, you know, at IMG, a lot of people are, you know, a lot of the athletes are from different areas of the country. Um, so kind of how is that? You're almost exposed to what a, you know, a college athlete would be already. So how's that going for you? Yes, IMG Academy is the most diverse school in the U.S. And wow. you can definitely tell because there's kids from all over the world. Like there's kids from everywhere. I've had, I had a teammate from Japan. I had a teammate from Romania, from Poland. It was just so many different things. And I mean, at IMG, you eat, sleep, breathe, play, all that stuff together all the time, 24-7. And you really get those connections, not only with your teammates, but because you're at the school with a whole bunch of different athletes, you guys kind of have that connection and that bond. And so I got to meet all these different places and experience these different cultures. Like I learned how to bachata. I was (laughs) every day. Uh (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I love that. So like this on that atmosphere, like what is classes like for you guys? Cause you did say, you know, it's everything sports and that's really um, what they're known for. I mean, started off as a golf Institute and it's just amazing how um, what they've done with golf and being able to repurpose that into, I don't even know what number of uh, sports they're up to right now, but just tell me what is like the classroom situation for you guys? Um, Some people might assume that because IMG is really in depth into their sports that their academics might not be as heavy, but I can tell you from personal experience. You you put the hand up. (laughs) Those classes are hard. I took AP (laughs) chemistry this year. It is the hardest class I have ever taken, but I had an amazing teacher who helped me through it. And I just feel as if, I mean, the classroom environment can be cool depending on what classes you take. I mean, sometimes it's crock in the classroom sometimes. Okay. Other times it's serious and you really got to focus. And I mean, but they also create a good sport, school, work balance. So that way you're not too overwhelmed. So who do you guys play? Like, who's your conference? Who's your conference? Like, do you play just around the Florida area? Do you travel a lot? Like, what's what's how does that done? So usually the IMG girls national team will travel all around the country to different places and play in like showcase tournaments. Sometimes they'll, um, they'll play college schools and things like that. But this year we had to stay mostly in Florida with whoever we could schedule a game with. And sometimes we played AAU teams. Mm-hmm. And then we went to one big showcase in Atlanta, but Corona kind of restricted where we got to go this year. So it was really more in depth in Florida. So the competition, obviously, you know, it's a it's a, a nationally known, uh, you know, academy. How was the competition uh, for you? Did did you surprise yourself? Did it surprise you in the competition? How did how do you how does that go for you? Um, the competition this year was, I'd like to say, in Ohio last year. My competition might have been stronger, but that's just because last year Ohio's girls basketball was strong. Okay. I think the top tier players who you'll probably see coming up here in college playing against me. And so coming to IMG, um, I'd probably say my training was harder. So not necessarily in the games, 
yes, I did meet some very amazing players and I was shocked. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, I had already experienced that. And so, but being in practice, sometimes I got to practice with like the national boys players or just the other boys players in general. And I mean, that definitely made me better because I'm going up against seven foot tall men who can dunk and I don't know what I'm supposed to be doing. <laughs> not backing down though is what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> so um, are you in summer right now? Would it be, is it summer break for you? And what does that look like with IMG? Is there no, no true traditional summer? Like, are you doing AAU or like what's, what, what's summer look like for you? So summer break, a lot of the kids take off unless okay. you're in, yeah, unless you're in a sport like soccer or I think tennis, they stay there until July, I think, because they have tournaments. Okay. Like basketball, everyone leaves because we've been there all year. Some people even stayed over Christmas break. But summer's the time for you to go home, spend time with your family, okay. work in the game. I'm playing a U currently with Sports City U. Ohio, you just you practice and then go back to August. Yeah, so uh, Gabby, how are you learning how to uh, kind of take care of your body? I think you have a pretty good understanding, you know, about basketball being kind of a year round sport now. So, how, how are you learning taking care of your body? Um, for my body, ice baths is my. Oh. They are my favorite thing, ice baths. I will be an ice bath twenty. Well, favorite thing? Okay. Oh, yeah. No. After listen, the first three minutes, uh-huh. it's gonna be cold and you're gonna hate it. But after yeah. those three minutes, you're vibing. You're cool. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, I cool. stretching. Yeah. Lots of, lots what, of. what 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 about sleep? You know, are you getting enough <laughs> Z's in, or are we we struggling with that? I'm a nap person. So okay. I get my sleep. I get my sleep. <laughs> okay. Okay. Glad to hear that. So what do you do for fun then? What's 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 fun in between, you know, you conquering the world and everything that you have going on with school, sports, AAU, you know, being an awesome daughter and all that good stuff. Mm-hmm. What do you do for fun? For fun, I do I do art or I hang out with my friends. I love to, I love to hang out with my friends. I love being around people and experiencing people and their different energies because I feel like it always brings my energy up. I like it, I like it. So anything else for you, for you Miles? Good. All right, so let's kind of move on to, you know, we like to call this in the career. And for you, this is what we want to transition into talking about, um, what that next step for you is, right? And this would be college for you. Um, and you mentioned a little bit why you went to IMG um, is because you want to start getting more film, make sure you're putting your best tape and film out there so you have the best uh, chances for whatever college you want to uh, to attend. So how has that recruiting process been since that you've made the transition or you got to IMG? I mean, the recruiting process at first, I'll be honest, going into this year, I was kind of nervous because a lot of people entered the portal and a lot of people stayed and registered this year. And I didn't know how many spots were going to be left. But lucky for me, I did have mid-majors reach out, some top power five offers come to me. I eventually decided to go. Um, I'm committed to Harvard. And so I decided to go Ivy Let's go. Yes, personally for me, I just 
belief in there's more than basketball. And so being able to have basketball and the academic side combined together, it's amazing. And I mean, it's Harvard. Say it again. Say it again. Harvard. <laughs> Let's go. That's amazing. So that was the final choice, like after they came, you know, because you said you had like uh, the gambit, mid-majors, power fives. And then, you know, did you do any official trips? Because like, I think that's the other part of it, right? With COVID, you know, you, you were maybe robbed for, from that experience. Yes. So I thought about waiting to so I could take some official visits. But I mean, as a basketball player throughout my life, like whenever I'm in a state, sometimes I just I go look at the school. So I did get to visit Harvard and some of the other schools I was really looking at on my list. And oh, wow. so I already met the coaches and been to their functions and things like that. So I was like, I mean, yes, COVID might have taken my official visits, but that doesn't mean I can't choose where I'm going to go. I love it. And, you know, I spent some time in Boston. Uh, and so I, I'm very familiar with the campus. Not definitely not as a student, <laughs> but uh, it is a, it's a good vibe out there. So congratulations to that, and you know, many support going forward. So, you know, was when did you start kind of pinpointing, you know, college is the next step for me? I always find this interesting because I, when I grew up, I didn't really think of college until it was like right in my face. Uh, but you seem very polished and aware of you know what your next steps are. So when did college? kind of come in the picture for you? I feel like college has always been in the picture for me because my mother was the first one in on my mom's side of the family to graduate college. And wow. so I understand that as a family who not everyone had the opportunity to do that, that I was going to continue that and we're going to bring this into our family and it's going to be continued. I love that. So a legacy, that, that, that's, that's part of building the legacy is, is getting your education. How important is education in the books to you? Oh, very important, very important, because I understand, actually, I'm a reader. I love to read books. Um, I believe that the more you read, the smarter you are and the better conversations you can have. Oh, I love it. <laughs> <laughs> She's dropping the jewels and the gems and <laughs> everything over. So give us maybe one of your top, maybe your top favorite books, maybe two, top two books. My top two books. My top favorite book Hmm, this is a good one. <laughs> and which one would yours be? Yeah, <laughs> where the sidewalk ends. <laughs> uh, hey. Poetry, but hey, listen, we, <laughs> um, the Bible. <laughs> <laughs> um, my top book would have to be The Coldest Winter Ever. Mm. It is a very good book. It's very urban, very okay. urban. and. I felt like before, like, yes, I read books in class and I always thought they were boring. But then my mom recommended this book to me and it was not boring whatsoever. And that's when I really began to see that like, books can be cool and they can be very cool. And is there any type of like genre or, or like you talk about culture? Is it culture yeah. you like to read about? Yeah, I like culture. I like, I like fiction. You like fiction as well? I like fiction. I like things that are made up. Use that imagination. That definitely nah. comes in handy. Yes. <laughs> so what's most exciting to you? I, I know obviously, uh, 
you know, the coach and the program that's built out of Harvard. Um, obviously, you know, leaving Harvard with a, a degree from Harvard is something special. So I know that's exciting. But just kind of the energy and the vibe you say you visited the campus. You know, what's most exciting to you about Harvard, I guess I should say? Harvard as a whole or Harvard on their campus? Because that's I, would probably, I would probably say on their campus. On their campus, their architecture. Because, okay, I also love architecture because it's art in a different form. And the architecture okay. is beautiful. Very okay. beautiful. Very European style. It's wonderful. I love it. I love it. There's some there's some really good breakfast spots. We'll talk about that. I don't <laughs> want to give them too much long love on, on camera, but we'll talk about that offline. There's some good breakfast spots around there too. Okay. Yeah, on that. But no, that's just Harvard is just just to say it, this is amazing. So who are some of your role models? Um, you know, in it could be various sectors. I don't know if you have one for like sports, if you have one, you know, in the art world, uh, because like you said, you have various um verticals of art. I mean, because even uh, writing is an art form, right? Uh, when you're talking about fiction. So is there people that you find as, you know, maybe role models or people that you, you like to follow in any of those verticals? Is it a sport role model? Serena Williams. That is my girl. Um, I've had a lot of people tell me that I remind them of Serena Williams, but personally, I just love her because of how she carries herself. She, she knows what she can do and she knows how she does it. And I feel like she's always stood for what she is no matter how many people felt about her. And I love that about her, her entire platform. I mean, Yeah, Serena Williams to me is the greatest athlete. EJ and I have talked about it. It's the greatest athlete ever, um, yeah. both for what she does on the court, but like you said, also for what she does off the court. Is that something, and we're, we're going to get into it a little bit later, but is that something that you strive to do is dominate on the court and obviously off the court? Yes, both on and off the court, very important. Two different aspects, but when they come together, they make something amazing. And she definitely has that, you know. So what keeps you in that mind frame or in that mindset, right? So <clears throat> what do you do to balance yourself? Even though I really don't like that word, but um, – mm -hmm. What do you do to like keep present? You know, you have a lot going on. <laughs> to present, so you, you cut out there. Oh, I'm sorry. I said, what do you do um, to keep your zen? Uh, because you have a lot going on, right? So there's, you know, athletes that meditate. There's athletes that read. Um, you know, um, is it your art that you know kind of zens you out? Like, what do you do to kind of usa? I'm a music person. I ah, okay. Music, that is something I listen to on a daily basis. It, it works. I feel like music can definitely change your, your mood, your tone, the entire vibe of the day. All right, so who are your top <laughs> artists? And let's see if, me, see if me and Miles knows. <laughs> I mean, let's see. You don't, don't make me out like that. I mean. <laughs> top artists. Um, let's see. J. Cole. Chica. Okay. I love her. Go check her out. Not everyone knows about Chica. And hmm, the third one's hard. I love, love a lot. Uh, Summer Walker. I'll say Summer Walker. We'll change the vibe a little bit with Summer Walker. That's hmm. <laughs> interesting. So I'm, I'm, I'm good on two of the three. I, you know, so 
I'm all right. But I'm going to take a pause on J. Cole real quick because J. Cole is a friend of the show from a topic <laughs> standpoint. No, just from a topic standpoint. We talk, we, we talk about J. Cole a lot. So lot. let's what was your opinion on J. Cole? You're a top of the line, soon to be collegiate hooper. So what's your thought about J. Cole? Jumping into this professional world. Yeah, and give me the real. I know you feel. Uh, give me give me the real on that one. Listen, I believe J. Cole has always said he's in love with basketball and how okay. he played throughout his life. And when he had that opportunity to go play in Africa, I mean, he took his opportunity. I mean, he's making bank on both ends. So uh, I mean, all right. Yeah, yeah. No, this, no, 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 argument. No, we were, we were, we 25 minutes in, and I've been with you the whole time, but now we gotta, we gotta go our separate ways here. Yeah, as, as, as a high class athlete that you are, you know the work that it takes to put in, you know how, how there's limited to your point, there's limited scholarships, there's limited opportunities for somebody just to come in the portal. Yeah. Yeah, for somebody just to come off to to the street for better words and just take a spot, come on, you support that? I know you don't. You have to do follow his dreams. Let him follow his dreams. He's dream chasing. He gonna conquer all of his dreams. (laughs) Wow. Okay. I, I guess so. We'll we'll, we'll, we'll give a check to get J. Cole for uh, chasing his dream. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Now, did you did you see any highlights? Yeah. Did you did you see any games? Well, let's, let's evaluate his 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 game then. I saw. I think I saw one highlight on Instagram. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I like how you scratch your neck talking about yeah. that highlight. So like, not, not impressed at all. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that deal. Yeah, he tried. He pursued his dreams. Yeah, I get it. His album, his new album is nice though. So let's roll in on his new album is fire. It is definitely. We're all we're all in agreement on that one. (laughs) Friend of the friend of the show. (laughs) Friend of the show. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, (laughs) I'm sorry. That still cracks me up. Um, so do with the things you have going on and you know managing, we're not quite there, but we're gonna get into that. Does your mom manage or like help you out with a lot of these decisions? Um, do you guys, you know, go through a game plan of like all these strategic steps that you've made thus far? Yes, my mom is the biggest help because. She helps me make all my decisions, manage my things. I mean, she still is my mom. You can definitely tell she is my mom. And so I've always been able to confide in her whenever I need a decision or I'm about to make a big change or do something large. I always want to talk to my mom about it because, I mean, she's a a savvy businesswoman. So even if she wasn't my mom, I'd still want her opinion because she comes up with the best ideas. I love that. I love that. Moms know best. We we, we have touched that on this show for sure. Something that is, is really interesting to me, um, you know, for where you're at in your life is kind of the marketing of yourself in a way. You know, when we were 
in high school thing. I don't want to age ourselves, but there were no <laughs> there wasn't IG right, and there wasn't social media to where it is now, to where I didn't really have to think about myself, you know, to the rest of the world in that kind of sense. How often do you spend time of you know really thinking about how you display yourself to the world in a social sense because it's very important now. Uh, all the time. You have to think about it all the time, no matter what you're doing, because I mean, my generation, they love their phones. They love to take videos. And I mean, you always have to be conscious that somebody is probably always filming. You got to be aware of what you put online and on social media, because I mean, it can make or break your career at this point. Right. It, it's all out there. So very conscious right. of what you put online. And, and especially as an athlete, you know, do you, you find it important to like, you know, I, I got to document my workouts. I got to document kind of what my everyday life, because, you know, maybe fans want to see who Gabby is outside of, you know, kind of the court. Yeah. So I'm not one of those athletes that really likes to film what I'm doing on the court or in my workouts, because I mean, my, my games will show for themselves. I just like to be in the gym and grind. And I feel like sometimes when there's a camera on you, you feel obligated to look a certain way, do things a certain way when really I'm just in there to get better. And so I do not feel my workouts and post those. Um, I am always in the gym working out though. So that's one thing you can believe. But I mean, sometimes I post other things that I'm doing. Yeah. And then, and then the relationship with other top athletes, again, the world social media has kind of made the world small. Uh, And even, you know, going to, you know, IMG Academy and, and as you said, playing AAU, I mean, you're going to see the top girls that you're playing now that you're probably playing, you know, off down your career. How's that build a relationship with some of your competition on the court and a little bit off the court? On the court, I love playing against my teammates. So um, sometimes in school ball, I'll see them on another team. And I'm like, man, I already know what you can do. (laughs) You can't go (laughs) left. (laughs) Go ahead. Do that. We cross over. I remember it. I remember it. I, I get excited. I love it, especially because I feel like, you know, it's good competition, not only because, I mean, that's my dog, but dude, I still got to kill you on his court. <laughs> that we're going for. And it's always nice because you can always laugh about it after or like in the game when you're on the free throw line, be like, you need to tie your shoe type thing. <laughs> so you're yeah. a little bit of a trash talker. That's all I was just about to ask. Uh, sometimes, I'll be honest, sometimes when I'm putting it, especially practice, practice uh-huh. in the game, I, I don't talk very much, very much crap in the game just because, I mean, I know some players, once you start talking, pop off. <laughs> start popping off. But practice, most definitely. Most definitely. Yes. I like it. I like it. All right, uh, let's jump into these quick hits really quick. Uh, quick quick hits sponsored by Scotch Porter Men's Self Healthcare. Um, um, perfect gift any season. Uh, the promise to provide you healthier beard, hair, face, and hair care products. Um, effective and easy to use. And the rest they say is up to you. Go ahead and hit with the quick hits, Miles. All right, Gabby, favorite athlete of all time. Of all time, Serena Williams. Athlete, and this is kind of goes into, we'll get into kind of your other part of your career, but athlete with the best style, man, athlete, male athlete, I'm sorry, and female athlete. Female athlete, Sue Bird, her shoe game goes crazy. Crazy. Just put it out there. Yes, Um, yes, yes. (laughs) 
male athlete, I don't know, but male athletes get a little little crazy with their fits. Does <laughs> <laughs> pregame fits. I'm with you on that, Gabby. Ooh. <laughs> I'm um, with you on that. Mm, I'll just say John Moran. You know, that's my boy. That's your boy. <laughs> we, 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 we figured that out. Okay. Uh, <laughs> give me your all time out. Yeah, give me your all time. This is women basketball players. If you were to be a starting five, who would that starting five be? Ooh. Oh, God. Oh, God. Okay, okay. Sue Bird, of course. She's a G. Mm-hmm. Sue Bird. Inescu. I love her. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to put my girl Victoria Vivens in there because I love Victoria Vivens. I love okay. her. Mm. (laughs) 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 Your mother? That's all I was about to say. (laughs) Candace Parker. (laughs) Oh, my mom. Mm. Mm. Uh, You got to start mom. You can't bring mom off the bed. Yeah, mom got to start. Is that five? Yes, five. I don't know if she's going to die. To the third quarter, but oh. <laughs> oh, that's good. All right, if, if you were to, you know, as you continue to grow in your career, somebody that you would want to, you know, have dinner or have lunch with, that's an athlete. It can't be John Morant. <laughs> yeah, we, we, yeah. Um, either probably Michael Jordan because. I mean, if you've seen all his brand, he is known tremendously not only for his shoes but for his game. I would like to know how he sponsored himself so well and got his deals so that way he is set up like for the rest of his life and for generations to go. I would just like to talk to him about his business. I love it. I love it. And during the bu- you were you were in Orlando during the bubble, correct? Around that whole kind of time frame. Yeah, for the end of it, I was there. Yep, at, on campus. So give me, I guess, the top three people during that bubble that you kind of ran into that you were like, ooh, I ran into this person. Actually, we were not allowed to talk to any of the WNBA players. We were completely separate because they didn't Drake. want us to affect them. So I didn't get to see anybody or talk to any players, even though they were like right across the street. Okay, so the ones that have you seen working out? I, that was a trick question. I'm just making sure that we followed all the uh, protocols out there. <laughs> but uh, no, the the top three people I know a lot of people work out at IMG. So kind of the top three people that you've run into, like ooh, I can pinch myself. I've seen at IMG. Mm, the only person I've seen work out at IMG this year was Jabarant because everyone else stayed separate or they would come in like during the right, early right. sessions or night sessions because, again, they wanted to keep them separate from us. So, unfortunately, this year I didn't get to meet anybody amazingly famous other than Job because he came and he worked out with the National Boys, actually. And so I didn't Love get it. anybody. Love it. That's All it? Good. All good. Awesome. So let's jump into the amazing, amazing part, right? So this is the winner's circle. Uh, the Winner's Circle is sponsored by Nevada Grow. Uh, Nevada Grow, providing the right data, the right information to make the right decisions, helping Nevada's small businesses grow. Um, 
So let's jump right into it. Graffiti by Gabby. So that is your company. That is my company. How does that just in itself sounds amazing? I mean, just you're a high school student and you have it's your company. That's just that's a hand clap right there. Just that yeah, for home. sure. Thank you. Thank you. It is but, my favorite thing to say. I own yeah. a company, Graffiti by Gabby. It's my favorite. And how did it come up? How did it come about? Give us the give our listeners the the the, the background. The rundown. So pretty much one Christmas, my father had customized me a pair of shoes. And I loved him, and I asked him for another pair, and he told me, no, do them yourself. Oh. So I, yeah, he said that. So I did my pair, and then my friends wanted a pair, and so then I was just kind of making shoes for people on the low, just kind of doing it as, like, just something friendly. And then everyone kept saying, Gabby, you've got to make a uh, page. Like, you've right. got to page. you got to do more with this. So I made my Instagram page, came up with the name by Gabby, and then I finally got the license for my business. And ever since then, I've been rolling. <laughs> Love it. So where did the name come from? Why Why that name? Why Graffiti by Gabby? So me and my mom brainstormed for about like two weeks before mm-hmm. we came up with the name. And I was in the car and I was like, one of my favorite is graffiti in the street. Um, murals, graffiti everywhere, especially downtown. You know how you see people's writing or they draw something cool in there. And after all the um, Black Lives Matter protests, there was just so much graffiti downtown. And I was like, what? I love it. So it, it rhymed But I just love graffiti. And I felt like I was putting something in shoes that says something like that graffiti. Mm-hmm. So my art is a statement. We lost you a little bit. You said your art is like a statement. Yes, like a statement, like the mm-hmm. they do downtown. It says something. Nice. So, a lot of it's shoes, right? You know, are, are you are you kind of a shoehead, and you know, how does your art and, and shoes kind of mix? Art and shoes mix. I mean, people basically they just reached out to me and they were like, "I want these shoes and that shoes," and I was like. Well, man, I mean, I love shoes, but my shoe game only got strong recently. I'll be honest about it. Before, okay. I was rocking just some Vans, maybe some Converse. and But I've, I've upped my game now, okay? Uh, it's definitely upped. I have fallen in love with shoes, all types of shoes. I like the different type of unique shoes that not everyone wears all the time, the different colors. And so, I mean, that really spreads into my artwork because I want each shoe to be unique. Well. Big brother MH can help you with the, the shoe game and, and step you up on that. He's a, a collector connoisseur, uh, I would say, of the show. Yes, he's, he's being quiet. He's being quiet down there. <laughs> nah, nah. I, I like shoes. I like shoes. I really do. Uh, you can tell a lot by a person with their shoes, and they can, it's a different way to kind of express yourself. Uh, speaking of expression, what's the kind of process for you? You know, as you start to design a school, you know, take us kind of behind the scene as much as you can about that process of when you're going to start designing the graffiti on a shoe. Okay, so a lot of people might not understand this, but the shoe process is a lot more in depth than you might assume. So basically, someone will come to me and they'll give me a basic idea or basic design. Like someone will just say, like, oh, I want it themed after this TV show. And I'm like, well, do you have anything 
more specific and they're like no i just want this tv show i'm like okay so i have to do research on the tv show find the key points what most people like the best characters the best color matches and then i i have my ipad and i just basically make a mock-up of the shoe and i'll send it to them sometimes they want to tweak it do different things with it and so then i just make different mock-ups until we find the shoe we want and then after that i mean i go to the studio i do lots of color matching so that's a lot of in color, and then tape up my shoes, I it, and then I have to seal them to make sure that they seal properly. So that I can wear them a lot. And that's pretty much it. I mean, a lot of research that goes into it. That's that's pretty in depth. So I, I guess you know I don't want to necessarily put a time frame on it, but like it's it's a it's a, a very individual you know, process with each shoe that's, you know, presented to you, right? So how do you go about, and as your business continues to grow, you know, kind of uh, kind of balancing that of, you know, you want to do what's right by each customer, but how do you go about balancing that? So a shoe actually doesn't take that long, depending on how hard I want to work on it. So if it's an easier shoe, I can do two shoes at once. Wow. If it's a hard, really detailed shoe, sometimes I have to really take my time and focus on that shoe and really go in depth on it. So those harder shoes can take, I say I give up to a week. Usually I do shoes on the weekend. So, I mean, over the course of two days, I can finish like three to four shoes. And then over a long week, I can finish so many shoes, but it always has to line up with the, my schedule of other things I'm doing. So. Probably not as many as over the weekend. I love it. So, you just recently did um, some really dope one of ones for uh, one of the ladies in your top five. So, uh, you want to share um, who those shoes were made for and, and what went into them? And tell us about the detail and the time that took. Yes. So, I did a shoe for Super and it was crazy because. Yeah, the organization she's associated with together, they actually contacted my school and the marketing people at my school were like, hey, Bobby, I know you test my shoes together is looking for somebody to test my shoes. I didn't know it was for Sue Bird at first. Then they told me, and I was like, why would I ever say no to this? Why? <laughs> I mean, they sent me the shoe and I really, of course, I did my research on Sue Bird. And I was like, I mean, I really want this to be about her. And so I put large Sue Bird in blocks just because, I mean, you're going to know who she is when she's on this court and when you look at these shoes. You're right. going to know this is Sue. And then there is the New York skyline in the background because, of course, I mean, you have to put the New York skyline in the background because I think that's where she's from. And then I have her signature on the bottom because... It's her shoe, and it's that was probably the hardest part of the shoe, trying to copy her signature because like it's so unique and it's lots of curves and lines. And I was like, I mean, this is something like if you've seen some of the other things she does, like her signature is everywhere, and I'm like, well, it has to be on the shoe. Because it's her shoe. The colors, of course, it has to match her Seattle colors just so that way when she wears it in the game, she still looks fly. So she actually wore them in the game as well, right? Oh, yeah. She definitely was. <laughs> That's amazing. So how long did those shoes take? All together, because I did have to do a filming process while I did them. And so mm. those were the 
the ones I had to slow down, take more time with. Cause I mean, you cannot butcher Sue Bird's shoes. No. I mean, so, um, I'd say those took me about, about a week altogether. Wow. That's tough. Wow. I, I was just going through your, your IG and looking at, you know, some of the shoes and I just got to salute you. It, these are like top of the line, like <laughs> really, really nice. And I'm sending you, we're going we gonna to connect. I'm sending you a couple <laughs> pairs. I, I, need, I need done. But uh, I know, when did you, I guess, figure out, maybe you touched on it a little bit, but when did you figure out, I, I really have a talent in this because uh, you're really top of the line. This is, this is as good as it gets. That I've seen. Frank ones are dope. Yeah, I'm looking at the Penny Prowls right now, and I'm like, yeah. God, that that is cold. So thank you. Um, when I really knew that I could really do shoes was my friend. Her name is Layla Philia. She recently committed to Michigan. She asked me for a pair of Vans, like just all white slip-on Vans, and she wanted me to put this sunset picture on them. And I looked at the picture, and I was like. I'm gonna put it on the shoe. <laughs> promises about how exact this is gonna look, and then once I actually finished them, they were so amazing, and I was like, "Man, kind of good at this. <laughs> I'm really kind of good at this." And after that, I mean, I felt like I could do any design anyone gave me, just because. I mean, I really understand the lines, and like, I don't always see the picture, but sometimes I just see the lines and the shapes that go into it. So that's dope. And and it is like even looking at there was one I don't know what the 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 artist or the the cartoon was but like on the check, um, it showed like a crowbar or something like that but it just followed the lines of the shoe so just everything you do is just so detailed and it just it's amazing. Um, do you have a shoe that you prefer? Like is it a certain shoe that has the best canvas? You know what I mean to 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 design on. Yes, my favorite shoes to design on are probably Air Forces because they're very white and even though like they have some of those creases because of the Nike and then the other stuff on the shoe I've always felt that like when you paint over the creases it looks so much cooler and then you can always incorporate the Nike sign in the, in the design mm -hmm. and I mean there's just so much space to work on this stuff. I love it yeah <laughs> I'm singing an Omega shoe uh, so my dad is a cute he gonna yeah I need some of them <laughs> Quick, so my dad's gonna be in your shoes too. Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely gonna be rocking that. Yeah, is there uh, <laughs> is there a favorite shoe? I guess, uh, and I guess EJ was touching on this a little bit. A favorite shoe that you've designed so far? My favorite shoe I've designed so far overall would have to be. Um, it was a shoe for Texas A and M girls basketball so yeah. the shoes it was dedicated to the struggle in australia with the indigenous people because their land was being taken and i had no idea any of this was going on so when she told me she wanted her shoe based off of this i had to do research on it and it was really eye-opening and i mean the colors are amazing the design was so cool but i also learned something with that so that was probably my favorite shoe to design just because i mean it was amazing to see that so let's knock off some of the rosters. Let's not be shy. Let's talk about you know, some of the people you've designed shoes for, right? Because you have some names, um, you know, so you had Sue. Did you do something? You've done something for coaches. You've done something for um, like lottery picks. So just, just start naming off some of the people and what you've done for them. 
Yes, my first big shoe. I did a shoe for Nikki Collin. Um, she's a coach for the Atlanta Dream. I mean, that was amazing in itself. And then I did a shoe for most. That was the first time that you heard your name on TV, too, right? Oh, I was I was so excited. I stayed there to watch the game all day. Like, <laughs> I was heading to practice. I was in the car, and I was like, "Oh my God, mom! They just said my name. They just said my name." I was on ESPN. They said my name. <laughs> Oh, I was so excited. I mean, it was crazy. Then who else? And then Moses Moody. Actually, he's a close family friend. So Moses, I designed a pair of shoes for him. Hopefully I can get another one in. And I mean, that was cool. I mean, then Sue, probably my biggest shoe yet. Hopefully I'll get more. Now, you also, um, even though shoes are your canvas of choice, um, you do paint as well and do clothing. So um, talk about the piece that's on your IG of a very, very dominant and amazing basketball player and coach. Yes. So I do paint as well. I do portraits and I love to incorporate colors and unrealistic things on my um <laughs> Sorry. No worries. No worries. On my portraits. Uh -huh. so, yes. So recently I did do a painting for Hold on. She's absolutely amazing. I talked to her. I talked to her. Um South Carolina coach. Huh? Yeah, Don, Stale Don Staley. Don Staley. I did mm -hmm. it for Don Staley. Actually, Women's Slam asked me to do that portrait for Don Staley because Women's Month was coming up. Mm. And they wanted to dedicate something to her. Oh, and wow. Okay. Yeah, they just said, we want something Don Staley. It can be shoes. It can be whatever you want to make it. And I felt like I've done lots of shoes 24-7. And I was like, let's do something new to show people, like, I'm not just one dimensional. I can do lots of things. And I mean, that painting came out so amazing. The color scheme, I mean, oh, probably my painting, favorite painting I've done. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm in my fan mode, man. I, I'm just, I, I'm so, uh, I'm so impressed by your work. Um, you know, as we were doing research for the show, I was impressed, but even talking to you now, I'm even more impressed uh, because something that you touched on was not only are you uh, pouring your heart into each art form, right? You're actually doing some research behind what people are asking for. Yes. Um, and I just want to kind of salute you uh, for educating yourself just in the process of making the shoe. It's not just a shoe. You're really understanding what the, the cause is in the shoe. So I just kind of want to salute you. It, it, is, it is unbelievable and fantastic. And I know it's going to grow even bigger than it is now. So salute to you. Yes, thank you so much. So talk to us about um, Soul to Soul Project and what's that all about? And um, just give us a background on it. Yes, that is my new project coming out. It is going to be an online series and I'm very excited to announce it and get my first episode out. So basically. Oh, wow. Okay. So it's a series. Yes, it's going to be a series. I plan to have multiple people on the show. It's going to be an in-depth conversation. I plan to make a piece of art that be shoes or a portrait for somebody, but mm -hmm. I want it to be 
deeper than just what's on the surface that everyone knows. So let's say it's an athlete, it's a basketball player. Let's say it's a girl, kind of hinting towards my first person. And so <laughs> you know that she's an amazing basketball a basketball player on the first layer, but I want to go deeper into that. I want to know more about them. And so as I do my research and see how that is, I want them to explain the why into their shoe and the why into themselves. Kind of like what you guys are doing with getting more so they can have a voice. I'm providing another voice on a different platform just about them. And I want it to be all about them and their idea for the shoe. Okay, Man. so we need to bring you back in the locker room so we could just right. we just gonna do an episode about soul to soul. <laughs> so, um, do you kind of know how the seasonality of it will be? Is it like how many episodes you're going for, or is that still in the works? You're fine tuning that. That's still in the works because we still have to fill fill out how are we going to film it directly, especially since I have to go back to school in August. And this is something right. I'd like to continue. So I have to figure out how we're going to do film, not only here, but also back at school, how I'm going to meet up with people, the budgeting, things like that. I mean, it's <laughs> amazing, young lady. Yeah, it is. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm thoroughly impressed. It's a great job, mom. Mom in the bag. I know she's putting a lot of work. That's a that's a great job. Mama knows best. Yes, she does. For sure. For sure. All right. Uh, anything else for the good of the people, MH? One thing, um, and, and you probably don't have to have this answer yet, Gabby. But you talked about your platform. Um, as your platform continues to grow, what's something that you want to use your platform for? Um, you know, to better our people and people in, in general in the world. Acceptance. That's probably my biggest thing because I am a people person. I am all, uh, all types of people person. So just spreading acceptance for who you are, no matter how you are. Um, and I know, understand that, especially in this day and time, it can be hard for some people because they have these deep rooted biases that might not all that sometimes shadow their vision and they can't always see the person for the amazing parts that they are. And I really just want, except I mean, it's very important to me that we understand different people, different cultures and that not everyone's the same. That's what makes the world so great. That's amazing. That's amazing. Okay. So, um, as we're winding down here, um, we'd like to end the show off with something we call the assist. All right. So, your little basketball assists here. And um, it's uh, maybe a quote that you live by or uh, something that you would tell your younger self or that you would just tell some of the, the listeners. So what's um, what's a coaching gym that you want to leave the people with? Life is 10% what happens to you and 90% how you respond. This is what I have lived by for my entire life because lots of things can happen to you and you can probably be in one of the worst positions, but how you respond and how you build yourself up from there is how you're going to get what you need to get through. Oh, that's beautiful. It is. Miles, oh, um, you got anything? Nah, thoroughly encouraged. I'm a fan of you. I can't wait to support you as you continue to grow. And I'm sending you some 11 and a halves. <laughs> <laughs> Great. Absolutely. 
And then, um, you know, we have where your website on the screen, but please tell them your IG, your Twitter, your so tell them all your social media, where they can find you at. We're going to put in the show notes too, but it's always good for them for you to shout it out. Yes. My IG is at graffiti by Gabby. My regular IG is at Gabrielle underscore Anderson. My Twitter handle is at Gabby Anderson 33 and my website, www.graffitibygabby.com. And if you guys want to follow me on TikTok, it is happy underscore go underscore lucky underscore. Yeah. Boom. Boom. And then go support go check out the site and get your own customs. You know, do we miss the sale? Is the sale over tomorrow? When's the sale over? The sale is over tomorrow. It was, <laughs> Buy one, get one off. You got one more day. One more day. One more day. It's, so it's, it's out of my control. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There you go. Well, hey, I hope you all enjoyed this show. It was a blessing and an honor to have Miss Gabby on the show. She is the future, and it's just a blessing to have her in our in our um, sphere. Um, she's going to make sure that the future we have is going to be a bright one. Um, if you like the show, please follow us on all of our social media handles. Um, it's Black and Sports on everything. And just know, uh, please stay safe, practice gratitude, and know we're rooting for you. Screaming, all us Blacks got us sports and entertainment until we even. Assuming you're rooting for everybody that's Black. Yeah. Uh huh, yeah. Sue me, I'm rooting for everybody that's black. Yo, 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 yo. Sue me, I'm rooting for everybody that's black. Snap out two racks on handmade new rags. Sue me, I'm rooting for everybody that's black. That's everybody from sports to college class to rap. rap, rap.